Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. What's up, everybody? How's that Sunday, man? It's so hot out here, man. The devil wants lemonade, man. I am sweating the balls off out here in Northern Illinois. I think our guest on uh, our show with Mikey, man, the Risen Dead MC, they brought that heat with them, and I don't like it. It's funny. They go, hey, it's a dry heat out here. Dry heat my ass. That's hot. Okay, when you could cook an egg on the cement, you're crazy. You're crazy. It's not natural for a human being to be out there. Anyway, man, uh, again, hopefully guys are having a good weekend. You're riding them motorcycles. We're going to get into a good one today. Let's bring in the co-host of the show. He's over there in psychedelic land. He's got it going all crazy, man. Grab your mushrooms and all that kind of good stuff because he's in the studio. What's What's up, everybody? Much love and respect. I appreciate every single one of you guys chilling with your boys. Appreciate you guys. Uh, We have two very special guests uh, today. And uh, as you were saying, Hollywood, you were saying about the heat over there. You know, we went from an extreme heat wave over here in Southern California to an extreme. uh, As we talk right now, we're in a hurricane. So it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of uh, uh, in Southern California. We're not used to hurricanes. We're not used to going from, you know, six uh, digits over or or six, three digits over there. It's super hot. You know, you're in 100 degree plus heat and then you go. All of a sudden, now it's 78 and pouring rain, and the humidity is 97%. So it was rough. Hey man, don't you got those surfers over there? Ain't they going to go out in the hurricane place? I'm you know how to, You know how to surf? I, I surfed for many, many of years. I used to do morning surf and afternoon surf. I would do, like, before school uh, all the time, like 5.30 in the morning. Absolutely. Dude, I'd fall on my ass, and next thing I'd drown, and next thing that happened, I'd get eaten by a shark. That's, that's right. what happened to me. That would happen to you. That's that's that would, that is, for you, and that, that'd be that'd be Hollywood luck right there. That would suck. That's right. That's right. What's up there, uh, Sostry Family Adventures? How you doing out there, everybody else? Jason, we got the Bent Rim Podcast uh, in the chat room. Ain't that your boy that does the show that with is, you during the week? That's, that's my brother Zach. We have our show uh, Coast to Coast on Tuesdays on Insane Wheels, man. Come check us oh out. Oh, my goodness gracious, man. Make sure you guys go check out Mikey over on Insane Wheels. So how did you get our guest? What's up, Chase? Uh, how did you get our uh, guest, Risen Dead MC, man? You know what? When you first told me that, you know what the first thing I thought of? What did you think of? Daryl Dixon. Oh, okay. Yes. From mm-hmm. The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Daryl Dixon. Yep. You know, he actually I has. Guess it kind of runs. It coincides. Yeah, I could see how you th- how you see that. 
you know, when uh, they first told me their names, I was like, man, that's a Hollywoodism ready to go. Uh, we, you know, his, what, the one guy's name is Ash with A-S-H, okay? Mm -hmm. I was going to say Ash Cheeks because the other guy's name Cheeks, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to screw this up there. This, the, is, this is forced to mess you up. But yeah, you know what? They're playing games on me, man. I think I don't think it's real. I think they're just trying to make Hollywood look stupid. All they had to do was switch chairs and then it would have been problem solved, you know, but hey, right. Yeah, but they found an El Paso, man. I heard El Paso has some nice looking chicks out there. That's right. Mm hmm. You think that's true, man? They a bunch of south, uh, I know. Man, yeah, you got the Latinas, man. That's, that's yeah, yeah, you got a lot of Latinos, but the thing is down in uh, El Paso. I heard they're pretty hot out there, man. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Uh, you know, there's, I there's like certain the, cities, you know. I, I like the towns where women outnumber the men. That yeah. is beautiful because then you get a three to one chance on the odds to getting somebody. The population, you know, like now all of a sudden, you know, the guy is now making the decisions rather than the girl making the decision. That's really how it works in our society. And you're right, Chase, man. It don't make uh, take too much to make me look stupid. I do that on my own. Uh, mm -hmm. But <laughs> Chase, he's funny, dude. I'm telling you. So you're hooked up in the psychedelic house, I should call That's it. Right. Yes, this is the stream house, guys. This is where I used to stream way before back all of this. You know, I've, I've been streaming for about 15 years. And uh, this didn't come out of nowhere, of course. You know, I built up to it for many of years. But um, now, it's, now it's fine. I don't even use it. Man, you're inspiring me, man. I should go build one out back in our yard and stuff like that. Yeah. That you would don't have to get as crazy as this. All you have to do is just put a shed, you know. You don't have yeah, to do some no, animals. No crap, man. Yeah. So how did you come by these guys? So Guardian of the Children, um, they... When we cut, when we talked to Flex and off the scenes, she actually was messaging me and saying, "You know what? We I have two very special people, you know, that would love to represent their, you know, organization." And I was like, "Absolutely, you know, anytime we have guests that you know are especially recommended by people that we have also interviewed, you know, that even solidifies it even that much more. So that that kind of makes us on our side feel even better." That is, you know, I'm jealous of something, right? I'm hugely jealous and I'm not a jealous guy, but you know why I'm jealous? Why? Because of Flex's husband. I wish I was in oh, his shoes. Damn. Okay. I see where, where, where your thinking cap is. I got My you. God. Okay. My God. That's, That's right. just like, I'm, I'm kind of freaking jealous of uh, Meg's motorcycle journey. Mm -hmm. Her husband It's like, what the hell, man? Hollywood's getting left out here. No, you're you're pushed off to the wayside. I am. Here. My problem is I worry though about her husband. Oh, Dude, yeah? she she'll kick your ass. Oh no, no. Uh uh. I can't I can't have a woman kicking my ass. Yeah, I don't no. want a woman kicking my ass. Then I look stupid and then all my friends at the playground to make fun of me. The I don't playground. like it. That's I'm right. Telling you, that's messed cool, up. Uh let's see here. Big lock. Joker, thus the one percent culture concerning motorcycle clubs was born in the might. What okay, you guys got me screwed up already, man. That ain't cool throwing me a curveball during the show, just getting started. Mm -hmm. 
that's what they do, man. Hey, that's that's the professionalism of something that we're even going to talk about a little bit, but just social that media is, and social you know, media has really of, changed the game, you know, on it, a lot of things. That it has. A lot of people don't know a lot of the clubs that are out there have actually gone with tradition. I know a lot of people have problems with tradition. What do you think about them type of people? What prop people that have problems with tradition? Uh, yeah. You're just trying to reinvent the wheel and you want to have it your way. You know, um, it's that is when you don't want to follow tradition. Tradition is like when we all agree, like this is what we have done for years. You know, this is this is something that we have built up to to this point. Why are you going to tear this down? You know, and that's kind of how I look at that, nonetheless. Well, I think that's the Me Too generation, mm -hmm. uh, Generation X. They want everything there. And then the Pick Me generation, you know, yeah, the Gen the Zs. I you know I want myself I want uh, a trophy even though I came in last place to last place. That's right. Uh, I still deserve a trophy for participation mm -hmm. in it, and that's kind of crept into the MC scene. It okay. really has. I've seen it out there where I freaked out. It's funny. I had a. I just put up, you know, just a snidbit of a clip of the aliens MC. They used to be out of New York. They were actually the third street crew before they became Hell's Angels. Hmm. And the way that people took that was unbelievable. It was craziness, man. So people just got like super upset with it or what? Yeah, they got super upset. And I was like, well, what the hell are they talking about, man? Nah, That's the way butters used now. to be. Yeah, uh, they used to be blunt and to the point. I'm going to pull it up just to yeah, show you it. guys. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's get it up there. Share the screen. And uh, later on, we'll get, actually get our guests to check this out. I like this screen sharing stuff. Absolutely. It's pretty cool. I love it. You too. know, it makes it better than OBS. But let me get your thoughts on this. This is the way I guess I can call it the golden air of bikes. Let's listen. You know, all over this address, you know, where we hang out and everything, and like, you know. Yeah, well, you know what he's doing now? He's putting uh, pressure on the landlord. Like, we just got kicked out of one apartment, and we're getting evicted out of the second one, and here comes the third right now. And this is our last place to live. We name it. Yeah, I talk to American Civil Liberties Union. I wonder if they're going to try to back us up. But, you know, but that, that still is not the point. The point is, like, they're busting our balls. Yeah, that was Sandy Alexander right there. He's he is facts. a Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah, speaking but facts. What's wrong with that? Right? They used to speak facts back then. Yeah, but that's but not, that's a thing. People are too scared. So yeah, people because they get canceled and people get treated unfair. You know, it's that's the truth. Anytime mm. anybody says anything, you know, like that, it, it's messed up. I tell you what, man, I wish I was uh, back in the 60s and uh, the 70s. It looked like they knew how to party. Well, see, you got to go through the 90s era, like party. Yeah, right? I've been through the 90s. They party, but not like uh, the earlier boys. Those Vietnam boys, they knew how to party. It was just a different level. A different oh, level, for sure. level, hardcore, man. You imagine, yep. you know, most of them guys lived at the Third Street. And that's what their whole life was based on was that club. Right. 
you won't find that kind of dedication a lot of times now. It's hard to find. It's really hard to find that type of level of, you know, people that are that committed. And I mean, just like on that next like level of thinking, you know, rather than just the, the me stuff, what can benefit me? It's the, it's the bigger of us coming, you know, putting our best. Um, the best way I can put it is we all put our best traits in the middle and then we all eat off of that together. You know, it's something beautiful. And uh, I think that's something that our two guests can actually speak on today. And in Shaggy, of course, misses the 60s porn. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think uh, Sandy, uh, Sandy Alexander and all the guys would have loved your house, man. Look at that, man. You imagine them guys in that uh, radio room right now? Oh, they'd man. be tripping. Oh, they yeah. would no, they'd be tripping. They, they'd be tripping. They, no, they'd be stuck in a corner, you know, hyperventilating. So here's another question for you. Here's hear. another question for you. Would that be the time that you wanted to live in if you could do it all over again? No. No? No. I would have picked your era. Oh, the 90s? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I was born in 95, but, you know, I was born in the 90s. So. Yeah, know, but you didn't I know, get to but I didn't, I didn't get to, like, actually enjoy that stuff until, like, the early or late 2000. Not late, you know, but, like early 2000s i guess see where i'm different i would have loved to have been in that era that was really? the era that was the era choppers real choppers by the way uh a lot of panhead shovels everything back then that would have been me i was lucky enough to go through it to where you know i learned from a lot of them type of guys and now you'll see them a retiring out a lot and you know yep. on the walkers <laughs> Dude, it's not it's no joke it's no joke with the walkers or the trikes you know right mm -hmm. uh invader shaggy best motorcycles best brotherhood women were women sick <laughs> and make you a sandwich anyway let's get a risen dead in here make sure mikey i don't make an ass out of myself on this one <laughs> Uh, we got the Risen Dead MC in here. We got Ash. A-S-H. Uh, so I didn't Hollywoodism that one yet. And then we got Cheeks. Do you guys ever face that where you guys are together and somebody slips up and calls, you know, Ash just calls you ass and the uh, the other one Cheeks? That would I'm suck. Well, yeah. the first, Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> always leave it to me man hopefully uh, when you go back the guys ain't gonna go say hey man hey what's up ass mm -hmm. you know it usually happens i say something stupid and it sticks with them hey that's radio but you guys are the risen dead baby how did you come up with the name what are you guys about let's hear it man the name um we started out originally as a writing club and we were masons uh freemasons and it's a term that people in masonry would understand and that's where the name came from one thing i do got a question right off the bat man are you guys holding the the lost ark or you got the you know the knights templar stuff you guys pretty crazy out there you know you behind the scenes of that new world order stuff 
Yeah, that's why we've got that uh, tarp in the back covering up the millions of dollars that we have hidden. Right. <laughs> oh, man, I agree, uh, Shaggy. I always say some stupid crap. But anyway, you guys said in the back that you had 15 years that you started to go. And that's a long time because a lot of clubs don't make it past five. Right. Fact. Luckily, uh, was it this year our chapter celebrated our 10-year anniversary. So, you know, Club 15, us being around for 10, hoping for, you know, another 10, 20 more or whatever we can get to the future. Now, you said you were an RC at first. Now you're, what, a Diamond 13, you said? Yes. How did you go about that? And what did you think about what me and Mike were talking about earlier about how a lot of people don't like the tradition. Well, that's exactly how we did it, was going through the traditions. We were old school. We liked the old school ways. And uh, like I said, started out as an RC, got the blessing to break them apart and become a uh, three-piece patch and eventually got our uh, state bottom rocker and our Diamond 13, so... How did that make you feel going through that process? Did you feel some accomplishment after that? You know, because a lot of people want it now, now, now. Yeah. yeah. But I think you feel better going through the regular process, don't you? He, he shortened it up a lot. Uh, protocol is very strict with us. Uh, they ran almost two years slick back attending everybody's stuff before they were even able to run as an RC, um, wow. in El Paso, uh, yeah. here in El Paso, uh, eventually, like you said, they, they were told, you know, if you're going to be an MC, take that same patch, cut that top rocker, save your center patch. They ran as a two piece for a while until they earned their MC. Uh, fast forward a couple years down the thing, you got your bottom rocker. We're running El Paso fast forward a little bit more. Um, apparently, you know, the powers, said we deserve to wear Texas fast forward some more. We get our diamond, uh, just levels of dedication and not giving up, you know, are you guys a part of the confederation? Hmm? Yes. Are you guys a part of the confederation? Yes. yes. Good deal, man. What do yeah. you got, Mike? No, I, I, you, you mentioned Texas and I know that's from just behind the scenes and also with your name, is you have El Paso right there. And so with your chapter, you you were speaking on El Paso passionately. And I love hearing people talk about their cities and what makes them unique. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so although we have, you know, multiple chapters and they all are very engaged in their communities, uh, helping out in any way they can, uh, I can only speak on my chapter here in El Paso and we are a part of an amazing COC. Uh, it consists of over 60 plus clubs. You know, during the week, everybody's riding their motorcycles and respecting each other. And on the weekend, it's a charity event for some person, a family, a nonprofit. Uh, there's no drama. It's a very, very special place. We appreciate it. As you were saying, Flex, we have a really uh, tight relationship with the Guardians. Like she said, if they mention kids, the bikers here come running to help. That's uh, right. It's, it's a unique thing to see. I've been able to travel other places and I've seen it a lot of different ways. 
and I love my town. I love the way we do it. I like the way they do it too, but I love the way we do it. Here, it's pretty much a lot of the stuff you guys have talked about on your show for a long time about, you know, not acting up, acting like you're supposed to, following protocol, respecting each other, helping your community. And with that, it's fantastic. That's right. Now, one thing a lot of people don't understand is, yeah, clubs are about a lot of partying and riding, but they do get involved in them communities. What do you say about the naysayers? Because we get a lot of naysayers uh, here in the comments section about how bad clubs are, or I'm not going to get into a club. I had a bad experience. Well, what about the community work? You know, it's like you were saying, um, and we hear it all the time. Oh, well, you know, you have to give part of what you raise to, you know, to support. And it's like, it's nothing like that. I mean, what we raise is what we raise. I and mean, we don't have to uh, know what none of that illegal crap goes on behind the scenes for us. And, you know, we just out there raising money and supporting what we can do. Now, you said you supported a lot of veterans' causes. What are those? The main one we do right now is uh, Mission 22. Um, a great organization because they say how 22 veterans, active duty, whatever, uh, take their lives a day. So it's to try to help combat suicide and... Uh, We've been doing that. First year we did the American Soldier Network, um, which was collecting used shoes. And then I found out about Mission 22, and we've been running with them ever since. And I have no desire to change the state reps that come out and represent here. Um, they, they got like a... 10 or 11 hour drive to come out here and support us. But um, they come out, they support, and uh, it's just a fantastic organization. Now, one thing that's uh, very interesting, Mike, you to jump in any time here and never seen you this quiet. Sure. Uh, oh, you're Jamie, running it, so go ahead. Jamie, welcome to the show. What is one of the things that you guys have learned about suicide with vets since you got involved can i take this one all right so uh me being a retired army vet i've seen it a lot I've served with a lot of people that were amazing they're gone because of it uh when i was young in the game and approaching them about uh future membership you know i was still in the military uh there was something i was dealing with it was near and dear to me seeing them take such an active role in helping veterans is a key factor in what made me want to join the Risen Dead in the first place, besides being a Mason. Um, since then, you know, I've continued to see it. Whether you know the guy or not, or you served in the same unit, uh, our club has recently been affected by it. And uh, so it, it's, it's very near and dear to our heart, something that we're going to continue to do. He passed the ball to me, and we're going to keep trucking with it, you know, and... Wow. and uh, Whatever we can do to bring awareness to this issue and to help combat it, we're going to do. That's the best way I can say it, I think. Absolutely. No, that's that's amazing. Um, that That's something that, you know, we were kind of also discussing behind the scenes is is it, just the amount of like how Hollywood says is the naysayers. 
but it's not enough of coverage of guys like our show that is actually covering the good stuff rather than all these shows that would rather show just a ton of just the, the bad stuff nonstop. And it's like, this is why we run this show is because it's about showing the good that comes uh, from our communities, from the MC scene. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, sir. Yep, exactly. That's, that's something that you guys feel directly, I'm sure. You know, I hope that we have to find a new charity because suicide is a thing of the past. That that would be awesome. That uh, I don't think I'll ever live to see the day, but you know, that would be something really good to see. But mm. well, you you guys have been going hand in hand with uh, the Guardian of the Children. Do I got that one, Mike, or did I Hollywood yeah. in that one? Yeah, Guardian of the Children. Yep. Okay, you know, just making sure because there's a you know a couple. I think there's actually a chapter of that here in Wisconsin. Great yeah, they're, organization. They're, they're, they're pretty out there. Yeah. What drew, what drew you to have a close working relationship with them? So it, the the relationship between the guardians and us is fantastic, but I'll also say the relationship between us and every other club in our coalition is fantastic. Uh, the El Paso Motorcycle Coalition is the most tight knit group of bikers from so many diverse clubs, sixty plus clubs of all levels, from your your motorcycle ministries to you know mc to a diamond to the dot everybody is working together uh and you can't get any better than that to have a good relationship everybody saying hi remembering you know if you're sick or ill or something happened to one of your members and the fact that we run a calendar through the entire year that every weekend it focuses on one of the other motorcycle clubs events and what they're trying to do and we come out in droves to support it so you will never come to el paso on a weekend and not be able to see two, three, four, five hundred bikers in an event for a good cause. Not in the city. It's it's, it's the best. Cheeks, uh, what would you say to a club about joining the COC? Why should they? Um, I just think it's the right way to go about it. Number one, and uh, number two that's that's how everything is set up in the city that's what keeps you from having your event on a day and nobody shows up to it because they're all at another event um you know you have to communicate our very first run we had 22 people at our last one we had around 300 at um big difference in the 10 years since i've been doing it mm -hmm. and uh but the COC, that just that's how everybody gets together and gets along. I mean, like Ash was saying, we do. We get along. Other, even our other chapters, I've talked to them, and their COC, they don't have that same type of relationship that we have. It just, to me, it's the only way you should go. 
Well, as you can tell, I'm a huge supporter of the Confederation of Clubs big time. I have been the whole time I've been on the radio. And I, I always find it interesting how the, all the clubs, they get together, support each other's causes. And then, Mike, you have the media, law enforcement, and boy, do I, I'm going to hit somebody tomorrow on this one as far as pushing out law enforcement propaganda on tomorrow morning show. Mm, but you have a huge COC out there by you. Mega, mega. It's a, it's a big COC and it's something that it, you know, with, you know, there's, there's a lot of motorcycle clubs, 350 plus motorcycle clubs. in so, you know, Southern California and the COC and it's extremely, uh, there's a lot of people, but that's the thing is that we don't really have, as much, uh, I would say, problems and or issues that maybe other cities also deal with too. Uh, for some reason, we have been able to definitely keep it very tight. Uh, that's that's something that we were blessed with here um, and the people that are still involved today, which we're very blessed with because it's, I believe, the very first COC. I, I can't remember. Mm. There are, if you guys got questions for Ash, and uh, I always have to say A-S-H when I say it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I got an accent, but anyway, if you got questions right now, you just send them in. Uh, Jamie has one for you guys, since you all 13 percenters, do you all hang around with one percenters? So, we're not uh, 13 percenters, we were the Diamond 13, uh, symbolically it was given us, but from the Southern California outlaw federation the the whole point of being an outlaw club but we don't call ourselves 13 percenters um but her question again please besides yeah, that, yeah do we, do hang out we, we do hang out with I've, I've met a bunch from all bunch of clubs a whole bunch of clubs awesome stuff thanks for that uh tattoos by roger I'm telling you what, Mike is really the driving force behind this show. No, and I I appreciate it. No, and thank you guys so much again for coming on the show. First and foremost, I wanted to first say that uh, we can't thank you guys enough. And getting, you know, these things out that are the betterment of our society and the betterment of this culture. And this is what I love that you guys are coming on here for is is for that very reason. And I'm, I'm going to keep pushing that because it's, it's something that is near and dear to my heart. It's something that I, I care and respect for. Obviously I went through a traumatic, you know, scene, but I was able to come out on the other side on a very good note. And that good note was always something that was, has rung through to this day for me. So that is why I stand here today. But, you know, I see you guys doing very much the same thing. And, Obviously, you know, with your guys' connection over there, uh, you know, Flex has nothing but the utmost respect for you guys. And uh, I'm sure you guys are just, you know, you guys be able to ride all the time. But the, the real question I have is, is do you see all these, like how frustrating is it as a club or an organization to see all the negativity going around you and yet we're trying to reach out and go, hey, there is more to this than this negativity, this crap, we have real brotherhood. We have real, you know, sisterhood, whatever it is, you know, it can be any of it. You know, what, what makes you guys special? 
Um, can I cuss? Go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, by example, one of the other good things about the COC is that instead of learning protocol and stuff from the internet, you have real OGs there to, to help you and guide you. Um, when everything is going the way it's supposed to, you could do a really big thing called mind your own fucking business. Mm-hmm. And it gets you out of other other people's Kool-Aid. It um, does. You know, and then not just talking about being a biker and but but living it. And by example, you know, we've learned by example and now we try to live by example. And I think that's the best you can say, because some people you could tell them it's in one ear out the other. Um, there's always going to be somebody, the naysayers or somebody who has a right. comment or complaint or concern or thinks they know about the lifestyle. Um, yes. It's not easy and you got to live it. If you're not really living it, then you're not going to benefit from it. You're not going to get anything out of it. Uh, you'll just probably be a thorn in the side of somebody. We're just lucky that our community works together so well that we can do everything we have to do at every level of you know bike club and enjoy ourselves and enjoy the culture and for jason's question there you do not need to be a mason to join it was founded by masons uh we have masons and non-masons both uh there's no different in how we are or who we are we're all the same people we all belong to risen dead how do you differ from uh, the Widow Sons? I know the Widow Sons are out there. They're Masons, but they're a writing club. How right. are you different? Well, in Widow Sons, you have to be a Master Mason to belong. Um, there's no prospecting. There's no hang around. There's no nothing. Um, but in uh, Widow Sons, as long as you're a Master Mason, you pay their fee, you can become a member. We don't do that. So and their jurisdiction can shut them down. That's not yeah. involved in. Much and if you belong with Widow Sons or any of the other Masonic actual writing clubs, you're controlled by the Grand Lodge of whatever state you're in. So not only do you have to deal with your local COC and get blessings, you have to follow under the Grand Lodge and uh, keep that going. Also, we got the Guardian Rider in here right now awesome stuff right there but go ahead and oh wow there's there's multiple we got multiple that's cool so we got our dmc stuck uh those are my brothers what it's up ash and cheeks yeah i got that correct and i am i I don't you got me on my toes right now worrying about that because i don't need uh all your guys watching going back it's already too late it's already too late. You said it. It's out in the air. Well, true enough. True yep. enough. How, you know what? I never understood this. Maybe I'm ignorant of this fact, but the organizations that start out of some of these fraternities as, you know, basic example would be the widow sons or the moose riders. I don't know if I could ever be a part of an organization like that because like you said in the background how are you gonna run your stuff where somebody has no bike and tell you what to do that's exactly why we did what we did as a club and say the risen dead is going to be the risen dead and they answer to the risen dead the other guys they have great groups of people we've met them 
We like them, uh, but that's not for us. We wanted to have a club that you had to hang around, you had to prospect, you earn your membership, and it's not happening in mm -hmm. now. Nobody can, nobody can just a year, two years, three not, years, whatever. Now, can anybody just call you guys up or because I know a lot of this happens on the internet with other clubs, but do they actually have to walk up to you, introduce themselves, or do you take contacts over the internet as far as, hey, you want to come to a open house or something? How does that all work with you guys? And what do you think about that? I think you just said it. That's that's how it's supposed to be. You want to be in the risen dead. We're not recruiting. You want to be with us. You come find us, contact us, and you know there'll be a talk and discussion. But we also don't exist to shit on other people's COCs and just pop up clubs in their town and just throw the throw people to the wolves like that where they're not able to do things the right way. So there's a whole gamut of talking that would have to happen with the dominant clubs in that area, following proper procedures, protocol, etiquette, and whatnot. And and maybe we could see about it. But if you wanted to be in the Risen Dead, come see us. Uh, not everybody's going to make it into the Risen Dead. It's just the way it is. Big Lock Joker, Master Mason in good standing right there. Yes, Steve, you got to watch out for the Hollywoodisms, man. And I think they need to give me a special section of a dictionary. Yeah, no, you definitely have your like, own small dictionary of Hollywoodisms already. Locked, I don't, sure. You know, when they say Hollywood, eh, see, there's a Hollywoodism. They have a picture of me right there. Mm -hmm. How's Thanks for that uh, donation, Steve. We really appreciate the support of your show. And again, I want to make sure you guys and gals understand how much of a driving force Mike is. He's the one that gets the guests. He's the one who sets up the show. Uh, I just show up and look pretty while he looks ugly, but he does. Hey, I, got, I got a radio face. Yeah, you got the radio face just like me. But <laughs> we got, you know what? I, what about women in the scene now? And Cheeks, you're probably like I was when I first got into this sphere of influence. I remember a time where we looked at women on a bike as something not desirable. And it was always their place to sit on the back of a bike. And it's changed a lot, and I kind of find it sexy now that women are on their bikes. It's kind of sexy. But what do you think the transformation of the scene from then till today? How, how, how did you accept it? You're always going to – times are going to change. Um, there's a place for everybody in the coalition. Um, uh, it's risen dead. No. Uh, we're traditional – it is males only. Um, our old ladies are very supportive. Hell, I just celebrated my 34th anniversary yesterday with my old lady. So, wow, uh, congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you. It, it takes a lot of give and take, but you know, they're going to be on the scene. And the way I look at it, as long as they go about it the right way. And they be get their patches the same way by following protocol and going through the procedure, you know, that's fine. But if it's just because it's somebody's old lady and they get a special pass, nah, I don't buy that. 
34 years, man. I'd be lucky to make 30 without China Dow freaking killing me. But uh, I can't Cam believe how long you guys been together with both your old ladies. That's a long time for both of you. Yeah, longer than you've been alive, man. Yeah, for real. Candace, yep. he, she wants to give a shout out to you. It was great to meet you all yesterday. That's awesome. That was towards Ash they, and Cheeks. Not sure where, where they met you, but... I don't know. But that's I at the open house that we were at yesterday. That's awesome. Awesome, nice. man. We got crowd checking in. What else do you think, Mike, about how the smaller clubs like Risen Dead are following the traditions that they needed to and then you got the whiners out there that, you know, you know what burns my ass hairs is some of the so-called creators in the so-called clubs will come out and bash the tradition that they claim to be a part of. Well, that's the thing, right? It, that's why they are reaping the rewards that they are today, because they did follow that tradition. And a lot of people are not willing to actually go through the process of being a slick back for two years straight. You know, not a lot of people are are down to do that. They're right there right now. Like, I want to show a flag. You know, uh, that's too much of a, a model for them that they're not focused on gelling themselves as humans, you know, and have that true brotherhood come up. And that's where I think that their backbone probably is. It's it's uh, it's quality over quantity. Yeah, that's right. So I, I'm good. Give me three of my guys. You know, like whatever you know i'd rather have what i have right now and they earned it than 50 guys over here that it ain't worth a fuck that's right mm -hmm. you know well, it's like the the saying i'd rather have you know four quarters than 100 pennies you know right. absolutely you want those solid people come on mike i know you got some good questions right there i'm actually gonna be doing something different here for y'all what, what, what are you gonna throw up you're gonna throw up, oh you're gonna throw up the studio line i haven't if done one guys of these want with to you, call actually. in and talk to the yeah, Mikey didn't know right there. If you want to talk to the Risen Dead, go ahead. You can call right now. I'll open the phone lines for a couple minutes for y'all to get them questions in. Or if you just want to hear yourself talk like I do on a daily basis, yep, I look forward to it in the morning. You know, I'm going to say, hey, man, I get to talk and I get to hear myself, especially back in these earphones. But uh, Nelson, go ahead and read that one, Mike. If you don't want to follow the rules of the road, so to speak, just be by yourself. You don't have to wear a back patch or any patch to ride on twos. And that is very correct, yeah. by the way. It's okay to be that guy. It's okay to be independent from everyone. I, it's okay. You know, if that's if it's not for you, it's not for you. That's okay. That's a great point. And part of our COC is a lot of independents who come mm -hmm. out, get the information, and enjoy themselves with people who are wearing right. it. Right. What's wrong with socializing on a set? I, I think that's what we're supposed to do is is actually enjoy ourselves, not you know be so clicked up and and only to ourselves. I mean, there were times you know in those two years running six slick back, going to everything, and yeah, sometimes you wonder, man. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't trade a day of it. I wouldn't trade a day. I mean, I you know you asked about how we went from an RC to a diamond club and. I mean, that wasn't overnight. That was years in the workings. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm proud of it, but that wasn't the goal. You know, I didn't, 
start the El Paso chapter saying, one day I'm going to be a Diamond Club. That was never the goal. Um, but the brotherhood that I've got here, I I wouldn't trade them for anything. What do you think the rise in people in the last few years, because I really saw it in 2017 when I started the YouTube section of the show. I've been podcasting since 2011, but it wasn't that prevalent as it is now. What is their deal where guys just want to go out and buy a bike and throw a patch on? Mm -hmm. I, is that a question to us? <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, two things I, I think about sometimes and me and my brothers will talk about. One of them is in the age of social media, when everybody's connected, they're more alone than they ever were before. And so they see something and they, they feel like they could be connected to it and they try. But sometimes they don't do it the right way. Uh, the other thing is TV. TV shows like SOA and the Mayans and they want to emulate that, but it's not reality. Um, it touches on little reality things, but it's it, entertainment at the end of the day. We're, mm -hmm. Nobody's a serial killer on a bike. You know, it, it, it doesn't work like that. That's but right. I, it attracts the fringes that really want to belong to something. And then there's the people who do it the smart way. Uh, they'll hit up their local COC. They'll go to their local motorcycle community, learn protocol, introduce herself. And then, you know, the rest is the rest. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Another one. Jamie, I won't say no club name, but where I live, uh, they was a club that were bringing family members in left and right. I guess just walk in and get your cut ain't right by no means. No, it ain't because then you, if you don't probate in or prospect, then how are you going to be proud of something that you got? instead you know anybody can pay for it uh thanks for that uh pete uh awesome interview awesome guys here Absolutely. awesome guys learning a lot what makes el paso a different scene than most of the country hell you said it before it's a dry heat we don't have six digit temperatures like <laughs> mike does but uh <laughs> <laughs> already already got you yeah, he's throwing it right back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, <laughs> but we can ride year round. You know, that's one of the great things here. You can ride year round, and that's uh, that's a big benefit that you know I take for granted personally. That's something that I I have year round always, and so not everyone has that. Such as Hollywood no. over here, he doesn't have that luxury. We have oh, brothers in Canada, and. Uh, I think half the time they should be a snowmobile, snow, yeah, snowmobile. Club. Hey, it's a Hollywoodism. He did it. <laughs> they have more time to ride snowmobiles than they do motorcycles, but uh, you know that's that's not for me. Um, I wasn't born here, but after I got out of the army, I settled here. And like, you can't beat the weather. But as far as the motorcycle scene, besides just being able to ride, it just 99% of the riders in El Paso get along with each other. You're always going well, to have a couple out there, but the majority mm -hmm. of us all get along. And uh, it's great to know that you can support each other. Well, we, uh, you know, why the reason why I brought that question up is even up here 
in northern Illinois, Chicago. We've heard how different the scene is in El Paso. And I think that is a testament to how you guys are doing everything down there. Thank you, uh, Christian. It goes, it goes back to the COC thing again, the connections and networking. It's where you find the best bike mechanics, people to show you things, teach you. Uh, there's You talked about lady riders. We have some of the coolest lady riders, even a, a motorcycle club for ladies in El Paso, and they're pretty dope. So mm -hmm. it's it's amazing. I don't know. And like JT just said, you know, we do have the other side of the border. We have a couple clubs out of Juarez, Mexico that come to our COC and invite us to their events over there. So it, we do have both sides of the border there where we can ride. I don't know, man. I'd be scared to go over there, man. They, uh, they probably like kill Hollywood over there. That, that wouldn't be good for anybody, but, uh, you know, they probably cut me up or something for saying something stupid. But, uh, anyway, let's get to another side of this as far as say independence, how, how important is it to be able to work on your own motorcycle? Oh, well, I'm not independent, but uh, I, yeah. think it's, I think it's pretty important to work on your motorcycle. This guy, back in the day when he was the, pre, the, the president, pretty pretty dick to me about keeping my bike up and uh, no motorcycle, no motorcycle club, their prospect, you know, so I had to constantly wrench on it, fix it, and came to the point where I had to buy a brand new one in order to, to stick it out. Keep up, yeah. I, and I, that, I that's very that's very interesting. That's very interesting. You said that, Ash, because Cheek was from a different generation where the motorcycles were not as dependable as they are now. You know, like I said, we had the shovel heads, we had iron heads. Evil, thank God, fixed a lot of that stuff, but you to still work on them. So you actually had to know how to work on a bike back then. Well, I mean, it's just like with anything, whether it's your car or fixing something in your house, finding someone dependable that it's trustworthy is almost impossible. So if you don't know at least a little bit about it, it's the only way you're going to be able to survive to keep people from screwing you. Do you think technology, uh, Cheeks, has made people lazy, ignorant, whatever you want to say, about knowing their motorcycle because that's just as important uh you know than any thing out there i have to say to a certain point yes but you also you have an issue google it you know pull up a YouTube video of what to look for um i've done it yeah you know, hey, it's doing this and you google it and whoa did you do this? Oh, yeah, right. Okay. I think it comes uh, down to execution for a lot of people. They're not willing to like actually go and look. Like I've I have learned more from the YouTube university than I have my own like schooling. Uh, so that's something that, you know, if you have a problem on your bike, you know, instead of bringing in every time your mirror gets readjusted or something like that, why don't you look up, up look up on YouTube or Google something? It's it's not that hard to do that. And uh, it's just about executing, and people don't want to do it themselves. Now, with the Risen Dead, are they uh, cheeks? Is it an all Harley or all American, no. or you put anything? No, you can ride anything. Uh, 
700 feet, 750 cc or higher uh, cruiser style motorcycles. Um, but it, I mean, you were making fun of a walker before. And I mean, I got my walker because I had this little thing called falling lately. But, uh, you know, uh, I know, I know a thing about that. Yep. Yeah, I've fallen on my own leg, you know, and yeah, well, I was off of it so. for three months. So I just got finished with that. So that's a big ordeal. Yeah, I was I was walking around with a walker, too. Thanks for that, Katie. We appreciate. Go ahead, Cheeks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw that pop up. You know, I was just saying it doesn't matter, you know, if it's uh, American or metric or whatever. The main thing is, is that. You know, you can keep up with us on a ride. That's the most important thing. Well, I guess I, 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 I guess Jamie says Hollywood gives bikers a bad image. Well, pee on you. Mm -hmm. uh, gee, uh, yeah, I'm someone who referenced uh, the Masons. And Nelson, uh, as far as talking about the Masons and stuff, uh, they, they are Masons. Some aren't. Some, you know are but you can answer that question guys we both are not everybody in the club is it's about right now it's about maybe 50 50 60 40. interesting that just shows how much you've grown from yep. one point in time to opening it up to everybody right i mean and it's you got a lot of good people out there who just uh, never joined the fraternity. A lot of times people don't know what it takes to become a Mason. So uh, they never join and uh, they keep waiting to be asked and nobody gets asked. You got to ask. So um, mm. same thing like the club. I'm not going to walk up and say, hey, why don't you join Risen Dead? I'm not going to walk up and say, hey, why don't you join Masonry? Uh, you got to show that interest in it before I ever bring it up to you. Katie, uh, first time here, does that, yeah, every donation we get goes towards specifically for the show. If it wasn't for you guys and gals out there help with the donations, we wouldn't have the equipment that we do here because it does get expensive. It really does. You yes, know, Mike's does. sitting in, a, it looks like Mike's sitting in a hundred thousand dollars. Too much. Too much. I mean, way too much. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see here. Angel from Texas. Uh, Masons are good people. Hollywood does a good job reporting in interviews. I appreciate that. But uh, send some love Mikey's way, man. Mikey's my uh, right hand man there. Uh, he's the co-host of the show. Don't forget uh, him. Insane and wheels, man. Appreciate you, you. Yeah. Insane wheels. Now, you guys said that it's open to everybody as far as motorcycles are concerned i think that's really changed cheeks over the time because it yeah. used to be man you bring a hondo to a rally that sucker's in the tree getting banged on but <laughs> uh, i don't know I, i'd rather have a real brother with a honda than a fake brother with a harley so mm -hmm. that was the best answer yes i agree 100 percent that's what it's about. It's, I mean, yeah, we ride motorcycles, but we're humans are supposed to gel as brothers, you know? And that's what I feel like. If, if we can't do that, then why are we a club? Uh, Does it make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And sure. our, our brother Rojo over here, our, our event went great. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you you guys are lucky down there because you do get all riding season where us over here, it's like we're lucky to get six months. Then you're on. I feel for Canada because it's worse up in Canada than for us. You know, you might want to branch out to the snowmobile type of deal up there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need something. I would need a, a snowmobile. I would need one at that point. If the, I can't go six months. Six months is a long time. Like to just stow away and just. You can't adapt a, a ski onto your leg. Oh, uh, you know, that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. We can make something happen. We can make yeah. something happen. You know it. I don't think Mike could uh, take the wintertime up here. He was cold in Iowa, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was. I, I, was I don't do very well with I, I grew up in Southern California where you, people pay for their weather. You know, that's literally what they're paying for. So it's dev, I, I'm when it gets too cold or too hot, I'm out of it. You're out of there, huh? Yeah. Uh, Guardian Riders, mad respect to the Masons. My son is a master Mason. He worked just as hard on that as he did on his center patch for the Guardian Riders. Rock wow. and roll there. What is some of the most ridiculous things you guys have heard about the Masons? Us? Ourselves? <laughs> Everything. So, there, so to be clear, there are fake Masons, fake Masonic groups. Uh, like anything else, you want to be in a motorcycle club, you find a legit scene, go to it. Uh, but if you want to be a Mason, you got to look it up, find real lodges. Uh, there's two sides of Masonry, Prince Hall Masonry and ancient free and accepted Masonry, which like we happen to be a part of. Um, one is historically black. One is historically white, but now they're both very diverse. Yeah. And uh they're doing the same thing and most places they recognize each other go to lodge with each other it's fantastic um it's all about making a good man better same mm -hmm. thing like being in the motorcycle club you could take a guy make him better if they're in a righteous club or you can make what, a shithead if you're in what's up kraut man you guys got that damn uh you got the lost ark, don't you? You got the holy grail. You guys are hiding that on us. Got it in his I'm garage. It. Yeah, yeah, in his garage. Hey, <laughs> I <to> watch it. <laughs> what other ridiculous stuff have you know? Because masonry throughout history, because I believe it's the secrecy of that stuff that makes people nervous. But what other kind of weird things have well, you I heard mean, about being a mason? They were devil worshippers and. You know, which is totally untrue. Um, you have to believe in a supreme being to belong. Uh, we have a Bible open during our meetings. We open and close on prayer. So, uh, yeah, that one just definitely. But it's just like anything. If you watch Sons of Anarchy, you're going to think that's what belonging to a club is. If you watch some of the shows and hear some of the crap about masonry, that's what you're going to think it is. But um, I, it definitely, they're both a bunch of crap. Catholic and a mason writer. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. About secrets and it's not, we're not a secret society because if we are a secret society, I wouldn't be telling you that I was a Mason. 
We wouldn't right. have rings that we wear or signs on the buildings where we meet or whatever. We're just a society that has secrets. That's the big difference. Uh, your brother, RDMC Stuck, uh, he goes, and I let me know your thoughts, Mike, and you, uh, Ash, and see, I'm trying not to say it too much because I know I'm going to slip up. There's a big difference in being a biker and a motorcycle enthusiast. Very well true. Know what you ride. It's an extension of you. What do you think of that statement? Absolutely. It is an extension of you. It's a conversation me and Stuck have all the time. Uh, when we were both first coming up in the club, we'd say you could be a biker or a motorcycle enthusiast and you could have the baddest fucking bike on the planet, all decked out with all the bells and whistles. You could afford the gas to go everywhere. You have a blast. But if you're in a motorcycle club, you're going to have a bike. Maybe it's the baddest bike on the planet. Maybe not. But you're going to be in the hospital when your brother's sick. You're going to travel to see other brothers. You're going to be working on your bike in other chapters when it breaks down or you know, you're going to be over there having adventures and you're not going to maybe be able to put all that money into being a motorcycle enthusiast as you're putting all that money into being your motorcycle club. That's very well, true. It's, it's expensive to be in an MC. I can tell you all that. Yeah, well, yeah. And usually you're, you're using up a lot of resources rather than gaining. You're usually putting more out than you're receiving. Well, like he said, you know, at least one event almost every weekend in El Paso you know, you got to pay to go to it. Uh, just like we charged people an entry fee to come to our event this past Sunday. And, uh, but I mean, it's, it's not ridiculous when you go to one and you pay a $10 entry fee, but when you do that every weekend or sometimes twice on a weekend, and then, Oh, you want to have a beer while you're there or you want this or, buy their merchandise that they may have out. They, you know, we had vendors at ours selling brass knuckles, selling uh, body wash, beef jerky, you know, just a variety of stuff. So, you know, it's, uh, it definitely can add up. Yeah, that $10 stuff, uh, $10 you to death, trust it me. Does. That, it does. It tallies <laughs> up at the end, and by the end, you walk I mean, out and look $80 at it, deep, that, $100 deep. You know, we charged $10, but that included, we had uh, it was lasagna either lasagna or chicken Alfredo, garlic wow. bread, uh, banana pudding for dessert, you know. So for 10 bucks, and you're getting that meal, you, that's, you really can't go wrong with that. No, that's your that's a meal. That's a perfect meal right there. Ten bucks. I'm just surprised uh, that you guys didn't have a lot of Tex Mex at that. Aren't you guys known for Tex Mex down there? We like to change things. Every event's got brisket or you know, street tacos or whatever. But um one thing that our event's been known for, we have some of the best prizes and uh some of the best food at our event do you uh, like give away do you give away as one of your prices a 26 year old blonde i've been looking to win one of them yeah i won her though oh <laughs> yeah he won that's right I forgot. <laughs> yeah 34 years ago that's how i got my wife what are you talking that's right. about there you go. <laughs> Where is their brisket? You know what, Steve? It's funny. Hollywood is pretty stupid. I don't even know what a hell of brisket is. 
You don't? It's a steak, man. Oh, I didn't my either. God. It's a, it's I, didn't, a big, I didn't either. Oh, I'm man, it's a big piece of it. I came it's, here to learn so about good. it. Man, where I come from, it's called the steak. Why make it difficult? Yeah, it's, it's, well, there's multiple parts to the cow, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you come to our event next year, and I'll give you brisket. There you go. And that's a, that's, a, that's a good quality meat. That's so, not going to be what, what we're serving at the event. but No, I'll that's only for Hollywood. Have, we'll have some for Hollywood. That's right. There you go, man. That'd be the, that'd be the open world. Everybody, that would be fun to see everybody. But uh, what are your last final thoughts, uh, guys? Ash and Cheeks on everything that you talked about here today. And again, thanks for uh, joining in on the Hollywood and Mike show, uh, part of the interview, and everybody listening on WMMR DB right now. But what's some of your final thoughts? Uh, main thing, uh, you know, thank you for having us so we can highlight a little bit about what our club does. Um, I really love that you guys are trying to show off some of the good that the clubs do. Uh, there's so much negative negativity out there. All you got to do is look at the news. And My biker news. Tell me. I know. Trust yeah. me. They do it all week. And that's why I like this part. Really appreciate that you're bringing out the positive that people are doing. And um, like I say, I, I'm glad that we've been able to support Mission 22 as long as we have and develop the relationship that we have with the people. And um, it just, El Paso is an awesome place, but Risen Dead, it's an awesome club. Rock like and that. roll. What about you, Ash? I mean... He, he said it all, but you know, if uh, if I could also thank you guys for having us on. Um, I hope everybody out there is riding the motorcycles, enjoying the, the lifestyle. And if you find yourself in El Paso, enjoy it with us. The coalition is, is you know, it's there. It's not hard to find. And uh, with that, thank you. Rock on, man. We appreciate having you on, guys. You guys are always welcome back on the show. Let us know what events you got going on. I'll feature that in the news section always. in the mornings. But uh, thank Ash and Cheeks. And I didn't screw it up the whole show. I'm proud of myself. But uh, good. Good we'll, job, talk Hollywood. we'll talk to you guys later. Rock on, baby. Right. Thank you, guys. Mikey, what did you think of the interview right there? And I like rad. what RDMC Meaty has to say. Boy, I can, uh, no, nah, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, uh, being an MC means representing your nation to the community. Helping the community is a large part. What do you think about that? Absolutely. You know, I came from a charity club itself, and it very much is, uh, you know, about being a better person overall, being a better community. Uh, you know, you're putting better into the community, into your 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 communities than you're putting or pulling from them or putting into negative. So that's what I think is is being a part of an MC is like I said, it's not for everyone because not everyone's willing to sharpen, you know, like that. And it takes a special person to be able to sharpen with their brothers and grind to the top like these gentlemen have. 
uh, big lock joker, tough question. You know, you don't get the asshole questions on this show, man. You get that on motorcycle madhouse. Uh, but, uh, I really like, really like showing everybody the true MCs out there, the true people that ride a motorcycle. You see a lot of dumb shit on biker news. That's not the real scene, man. That don't happen every damn day. As I say, it is actually something that don't happen in the same areas. It's not like everybody's going around shooting each other. You're seeing individual incidences of what's happening. This right here with the risen dead is the true MC scene. Yes, it is. Every, everything from one percenters down the riding clubs. This right. is the true scene. And that's what it takes, you know, someone that, that is dedicated uh, to that level. It does. It takes a certain person to do that. And like I was saying earlier in the show, it's okay that to not be that person, you know, and understand that it's, and I, and I say that so you don't find out later down the road, if you already know in your gut that, you know what I mean? It's not really for you. You gotta make, you gotta know that. And, and like they were saying, they don't accept everybody, you know, it, sometimes they'll have people come in and sometimes that not everybody makes the cut and that's, you have to be okay with that as well. Hey, Sparky Poncho, my, uh, lost, lost son, <laughs> I guess, uh, he's going to be one of them guys that are 18 years old, shows up at my front door. Hey dad, no way. I like that. Uh, big lock. Yeah. We can invite the widow sons on is, you know, anybody that does good for the community, that wants to get out their causes can get a hold of Mike on Instagram That's right. and uh, let him know the wooden peg show is quickly becoming my favorite for good interviews and great things. All writers. I really appreciate that. Steve, yes, Mike, is Mike is really busting his ass to make this show and, go and, as good as it is. And, and I appreciate that, Steve. And also with not only your kind words, but also with that donation earlier, I really appreciate you donating to the show. It means the world, man. It does. But he is one of the hardest working kids on the platform right now. Again, if you want to come on the show, get a hold of him and he will get you inked in. I think we got all kinds of people coming in the next oh, couple yeah. of weeks. No, absolutely. Think, we do. We have, we have a couple of different clubs and a couple of different, um, YouTube personalities. That's cool right there. But anyway, hopefully everybody enjoyed the show. Don't forget Mike is on what days? I'm on Mondays, Tuesdays, Fridays. Those are all the lives. Um, and then everything else in between is also uploads as well. So I upload every single day throughout the week. Um, and then I only take one day off, which is Saturday. You you know what? Risen Dead is awesome. Uh, Risen Dead Yankee, thanks for having us on the show. Uh, you rock. What's the name of your shows, by the way? So I got Coast to Coast, and then, of course, The Beat Can, and then Hollywood and Mike Show. Those are the three like main lives. And then, of course, I've been doing this for a long time, so I have a lot of content that has been building up for many of years. And so I'm able to push also cool content that I've done earlier as well. And, of course, I let everyone in the community know. These are, you know, reruns, but we're going to watch them together. Rock and roll, man. And tomorrow on the Biker News, you don't want to miss that. Hollywood gets stupid. Uh, we had a person, and I'm not going to even put out their name until tomorrow because they're a bunch of, he was a freaking schluck. 
Mm. But you're going to see the reason why that you have to verify stuff when you're talking about issues like this in the scene because you're going to make yourself look like an ass. So you to check that out tomorrow morning, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. And then, of course, we got the Madhouse with China Dow right afterwards. But we appreciate having you all in the chat room. We're going to turn you back over to 24-7 rock and roll, baby. Hopefully you love the music selection going on because you know what? BMI and all them, they really get my pants down and they do something really bad to Hollywood as far as paying for these songs. So you guys better like it. Again, we'll talk to y'all later. Rock on, baby. What a good show. And again, if you want to come on, make sure you get a hold of Mikey. That's over right, right here. Instagram. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified.